0: Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to our dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast? Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. and gentlemen, this is the About Last Night Show. I'm Brad Williams. Over there is Adam Ray. Adam. Hey, oh. oh, yeah. Drop some silky oh, smooth boy. voice Oh, boy. Taking it. the pipes to the network. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we are back. Uh, for our old fans, our old listeners, thank you so much for sticking with us and uh, sticking with us through the transition. Uh, switching networks took a lot of time. We do appreciate all the tweets that you sent out saying, we missed you guys. We, we can't, because let's be honest, you can't just walk around and see a Jew and a midget cracking wise <laughs> on the side of the road. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, this is, we're a rare duo. A- absolutely. I mean, I live in the Jewish part of town and I see. Of Hollywood called Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> the Jewish, you know what? The can we hold off of on town? the anti-Semitism for at least five minutes? I'm sorry. It is, no, I'm not. We should, start, we should start a game called how soon into the podcast does Brad <laughs> make a Jewish joke slash reference slash anti-Semitic comment? Ab- absolutely. Yeah, but it's all in good fun. Uh, but I live in the Jewish part of town, but never do I see Jews walking around with dwarves. Yeah, yeah. they walk around with kids. Who you know wear the with the long braided hair? Sometimes <laughs> sure. they look like sure they're older kids. So they look shorter. like a little pippy long stocking. And you and you would think you would think that Jews would love hanging out with midgets because why? Let's right, this, face this it. Better be good. because Jews love because <laughs> Jews love deals, right? We are midgets are your maximum amount of friend in the littlest amount of space. <laughs> You know So like you'd think a Jew would be like your person hey. for half price. I- exactly. Yeah. I-, I can, you know, take this friend out to dinner and he eats like thirty two dollars <laughs> worth of food. Or oh, I, I, oh, I can have a midget friend take him out to dinner, twelve dollars worth of food. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you go to Morton's Steakhouse, you're spending seven dollars <laughs> on six meatballs and half a pizza mashed potatoes. I get filled up on appetizers, my friend. Wow. So uh, you are two beer bread. I am two beer bread. Woohoo! I think uh, we also just
1: discovered that Adam's never been to Morton's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they don't serve meatballs there. And yeah, they do. <laughs> do they? They serve meatballs. You know what? That's our guest, Mark Saratella. Which I will open by saying, "Fuck you. You're wrong about the meatball <laughs> offerings. The meatball offerings at Morton's. Open oh, to know, the fuck you. All they right. have they have meatballs in the uh, the foyer, if you will, the lounge area when you're hanging out. Wow. They serve you meatballs before you eat the steak. When did you get a gay that's friend? Like because your... now you're starting to say they're hanging out in the foyer, Adam. That's just a who's your gay friend. His Come name's Mark, and he's sitting to <laughs> my left. <laughs>
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Saratella's is here, everybody. Thanks for having me back, guys. I uh, missed you yesterday. We did the weekend together. We did yeah. the weekend
0: together. Brad uh, recorded a CD at the Ice House in Pasadena. Yeah. Crushed it. Uh, yeah. we, all, uh, we all set it up for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark opened, and then uh, Adam... Uh, set the table. Uh, Eddie Ift stopped by. Sure. to Do a couple of guest spots. And uh, if you were at any of those shows uh, at the Past United South, we did have some about last night fans come up to us. More and more fans are coming out, man. And we always appreciate it. That's it's great. great. And, and it's always weird when people come up because people come up to me, like, either if I'm on the street or whatever, or at after shows and they say hey man uh, don't mean to bug you but just want to let you know that you're funny it's like no no yeah. I like that yeah. shit hey, that's the stuff yeah. you bug me with don't <laughs> yeah. bug me with hey man don't mean to bug you but um do you mind if I just see how big your dwarf feet are because <laughs> I got a bet going with my buddy uh, you uh, settle a debate for us? Uh, yeah. Hobbit or uh, or uh, Gollum? What, <laughs> yeah. what is more, more appropriate to call you? If you were to role you? play with my wife, <laughs> would you dress up as a leprechaun or an Oompa Loompa? <laughs> we have to what? know these things. Yeah, dude, not, not appropriate. Uh, and I always tell people the same thing. Hey, that's great because... When people stop coming up to me and saying you're funny or we like your podcast or, you know, we're following you on Twitter or whatever, that means we're not doing our jobs right. No. So it's good. Validate us. We are comics because we like going up on stage and hearing people laugh at stuff that we've written. So by all means, come up to us and talk to us. And uh, thank you for coming out to those shows. They were great. And it's always here, – here's a deal. It's always nice to have, uh, like, my buddies, Adam and Mark, to open for me. Because I get hit up by comics a lot to uh, open up for me on the road. Sure. And some of them are very talented, very funny. But I always tell them, that's not enough. You have to be able to – I enjoy hanging out with you guys. It's fun to uh, – because we went out for beers afterwards, and we just cracked wise. Like, you don't want to have the comic there that's just uh, – like, you don't – yeah, he's funny or she's funny, but then you don't like hanging out with them
1: afterward. Oh, Yeah.
0: That's the fun. I mean, because we 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 had a great time afterwards. We went out. We had some drinks. Mark almost got in a fight,
1: <laughs> again.
0: Yeah, trying to cut down
1: on it. But well, yeah, we're hanging out in the bar afterwards, uh, having a good time, having a great time actually, uh, meeting people from the show, talking mm-hmm. to you guys, shooting sure. pool, picking sure. up chicks' phone numbers, and then this guy Woo! just came up to me, unannounced, no context to the conversation, and just puts his hand in my face and just goes, points at me and goes. Please tell me this guy gets pussy so I stand a chance. <laughs> Dude, how do you even interpret what that means? Well, it well,
0: means it, you're it ugly sec- as shit, Mark yeah, Saratella. It took a second to upload. <laughs> yeah, it, it did, a it did, it it did take like- a second to upload because I saw you kind of go, you go, what'd you say? And I kind of knew what he was saying and I just turned my head. But then I was yeah. like, all right, Mark will handle it. But if he says it again, and it gets into it. Maybe I'll intervene, but also right. I know Mark, and I know his fuse is short, and I know that if he needed to throw down, he would have. Well, it's
1: not that I have a short. I haven't been in fighting over a decade. I have a <laughs> short fuse for telling someone off. But yeah, also, it was yeah. just like and that,
0: and that's this was just
1: a young punk kid who just wanted to to come up and be like with the comics, and then he that I think was his also way thought, of connecting. I think sure. he also thought I got Brad in the number one spot. We got Adam in the number two spot. I'd like to bounce up to the number three spot take out this contender. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where I was just like,
0: that's you not know, happening. Yeah. maybe Because he, he did say it to me as if I was yeah. going to go, you're right, man. I know this guy a lot longer than I know you, but I like your moxie. <laughs> yeah. I would love Mark. Yeah, you're coming your on the road with us. You're know, yeah, coming on the road, kid. Welcome to show business. <laughs> you, don't do, you don't do standard, do you? You can just make fun of our buddy and just get a, uh, a It was one minutes. of
1: those moments. It was like a Ray Liotta Goodfellas moment where I was like, why don't you explain that again to <laughs> <laughs> Did I hear what you just said correctly? And then he would just look at me like with wide eyes, and I was like, I just.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you it said well you well punk ass. You called him. A, here's how fucking fired up you were. You know, sometimes you just you, you get so fired up and you want to like put somebody in their place, and you're like, but pu- and you don't want to fight, so you're holding back the anger of actually th- the sure. being violent. So you're like, I gotta let him know how much of an asshole he's being, but he's saying also you're an about asshole. Five
1: foot three. Yeah.
0: So you called him what?
1: I just I, I go. You. I go say
0: the word what you called him. A twerp. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Who yeah he, he, you're bringing twerp? Yeah, I brought saying, it back. Man.
0: You are at a special level of anger when you go. Hey, listen here, you little fucking twerp. <laughs> like I mean, that's like fucking after school special. The bully making fun of the little right. kid. With I the, mean, I'm I'm pretty sure uh, Fred Savage was called that multiple times on oh, The yeah. Wonder Years. Oh yeah. And then he went home. He's like, I can't believe they called me a twerp again.
1: <laughs> it was also one of those situations where. The only thing that held me back was the fact that you guys were there, and I was like, I don't want to put my friends through a fistfight, right yeah, now. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so if, well, what we would have laid out.
0: Home. Also, there was five Mexicans at the pool table who I had befriended ten minutes earlier. Darn right. And you know that they yeah. would have come to your uh, your aid. Would have came and helped me? Oh, a- oh absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't think I
1: was going to need help in this situation, but it was also just, like, so <laughs> shocking. Yeah. No, you.
0: I'm not saying you, yeah, well, you could take out with a people- twerp.
1: Well, people with with sarcasm, too, with comics, they think, like, the comics are up there. They're making fun of society. I can just go up and just make fun of them. Yeah, right. And it's like we still have to know each other. Even then, like, that's not something you guys would ever say to me. No. Also, it's not fucking true. I've never had someone, like... I think that as far as women, I think I've always done well, and I think that it hopefully continues to knock on wood. You never know. Sure. But <laughs> no, it's just you got like... a
0: hand job on your way through the apartment complex. I saw that. <laughs> Absolutely. Some woman That's came out of her apartment, like, stuck her hand in your pants. It's exactly. like you
1: are just a dude, you know, a little five-foot-two uh, dude in a bar, <laughs> and I am a comedian who goes on stage six or seven times a week. No, we're not getting the same amount of pussy. It's not even close. <laughs> well, there's a disconnect between. You,
0: there is a a you know we are put up on a pedestal sometimes of like you're not a real person because the same way that people look sure. at uh, actors and movie stars like they just there's a disconnect of like oh that person like Harrison Ford who Swartzen used to have a joke or is it Swartzen? or about like like yet like uh, seeing Indiana Jones he's like hey Tobey Maguire not really Spider Man like you can't <laughs> yeah. like these people right. that think. It's also
1: a young dude lesson. You got got to learn early on. Like you don't go up to someone larger than you and just randomly, ins- it, it randomly insult them.
0: As a midget, I have mastered this. <laughs> yeah. I do not. I know that even that even though I'm cute and adorable, and punching me is considered a hate crime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I know you don't come up. Yeah. What happens with right if you away? punch a midget? Oh, you go to jail forever. They, they they just lock you away and throw away the key <laughs> y- of you few... get killed you get killed before the child molesters well, in prison imagine yeah, yeah I was going to say like imagine being in prison and having the other uh, cellmates finding out that you punched a dwarf right oh and, and there's that... a, there's like a, an unspoken rule I think in prison where they're like hey man you don't murder <laughs> you don't beat your wife and you as sure as fuck no don't beat up on little people. It's <laughs> also <innocent>. probably
1: impossible. <laughs> what type of punch would that even be called? What, to punch a dwarf? I think you'd have to
0: just thrust your your <laughs> dick in your face. Like, that's how you knock you out.
1: <laughs> Dude, how Just do the would fucking Sir Mix-A-Lot. Dun, dun,
0: dun, dun, The jump on it dance and you just fuck Jump it. on it. So, like, the next time I walk in with a black eye, uh, I'm going to be like, Oh, Brad, you got a black eye. Did you get in a fight? Ah, someone pelvic thrusted their cock right in my eye. Ricky Martin did the uh, fucking ass shake. Yeah, not not in a sexual way. <laughs> not in a sexual way. Uh, it, it, it was interesting because that particular guy at the bar, right before he said that to you, he came up to me and said, "Hey, you're really funny. We had fun at your show. It, it was a great time." So then I guess he felt validated, like Dah, "I'm one of the boys now." He was
1: trying to take the number three spot, but I <laughs> held him off. <laughs> Not gonna happen.
0: Yo, let's uh, let's let's obviously mention where um, where this podcast is now being distributed from. Darn right. Uh, we were at uh, a couple different networks before, but now we have joined the powerhouse. Yeah, we went is, to the majors. Yeah, we got called up. We were at the we were playing on the Toledo Mud Hens, which. <laughs> was a respectable minor league organization. Don't totally. get me wrong. Totally. You know, great great stadium, diehard fans. But now, you know, we've been called up to, 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 to the Yankees. Yan- Yankees called us and said, hey, take, take a couple swipes in the pinstripes, son. Yeah. And uh, we, we are now part of Fake Mustache Studios, Jay Moore's Fake Mustache Studios, and uh, along such great podcasts as the Perfect 10 Podcast and the Crab Feast and, of course, more stories from the guy that I ha- now have to call Boss. Jay yeah. Moore. Yeah, I think you even made the reference. I said how you know Jay Moore. Uh, th- he's my favorite podcast. Yeah, and uh, and now we're on it. And you, and you, you made the comparison. You're like it's like uh, you're now <laughs> getting to uh, shoot hoops with Detlef Schrempf. Yeah, because he was like somebody I was looking up to the same way I did the Detlef shrimp. Absolutely. Which I said. Uh, so I guess Brad, you're saying that Jay Moore is the Detlef Schrempf of comedy. Absolutely, the Detlef, Detlef Schrempf of the is comedy. A funny compliment to take. Similar haircut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they really do. You know what? Jay Moore should play Detlef Schrempf. There's a Detlef Schrempf story <laughs> called Detlef Schrempf. No, what would it be called? Detlef Schrempf. <laughs> I'm the only Schrempf. <laughs> I'm the only. Colin, <laughs> you know, what one is thing. a Schrempf? I'm, I'm pretty sure he's the only professional athlete, Schrempf, who, uh, who, who made it. Is it is German, right? I'm, pre- uh, I think so. As, as a German, you think I'd be able to lock that down? Because uh, he would like, he would like every now and then he'd shoot a three and he'd do a high Hitler after he made it. So I was like, <laughs> okay, he would. That seems unnecessary. He would. I, I... <laughs> and and that's cool that we're going with Deathly Shrimp. We could have gone Nate McMillan. Uh, we could have gone Sam Perkins. Who's who, who? Who's some other? Big smooth. Well, if Jay was a huge, if, if it was Doug Benson, we'd go with yeah. Sam Perkins. Oh, absolutely. Because that's the Sam Perkins was high when he played all the time. <laughs> Um, but yeah, dude, this is, uh, this is going to be, uh, great, and, um, and a thank new you. network, a new start, a new beginning. It's a whole new world, but you and a dwarf <laughs> on the mic, Woo! no one can tell us no, or who to blow. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever been told no, no. What's that?
1: Who to blow anymore? Damn right. Like that yeah. was happening in the past? Hey, that, yeah. was, that was
0: a Disney song, Mad Libs, and yeah, you just <laughs> filled in the, uh the rest there uh so awesome so uh, thank you to all the new listeners and thank you to jay moore thanks for having us on your network and uh we're gonna we're gonna have some fun that's for sure uh this weekend in addition to recording a cd uh it was also a crazy weekend because i was being followed around by a camera crew uh the national geographic Yeah, yeah, not just any camera camera crew. crew nat geo son they know what to do but it's weird because uh, they were—they're filming a documentary on me about prominent little people all over the world. But it's weird when they called me to do it because they're calling up like, "Hey, we're Nat Geo. We—we yeah. we, we want you to yeah, do you a documentary." That's like an NBC thing or like a big. I mean, N- Nat Geo is still is uh, reputable and it's no, a absolutely. legitimate thing. But uh, yeah, you think of Nat Geo and you think of like. You know, dwarves in the Serengeti are like, what did you you say? Like, they're gonna be following you around, being like, really just in awe of everything you're doing. Not profiling, but just kind of like, you know, exploring your life. Like, look at the dwarf reach for the cereal from the top shelf. (laughs) He drives his car with his hands and two feet. Watch him turn the key and choose a radio station. Watch him listen to the music he enjoys. Like, yeah, dude, I'm it, just a fucking. It, it's I, I, that, that. That was totally going through my head when because uh, they they filmed me going out to the Slide Bar in uh, downtown Fullerton, and they told me they're like, "Hey, Brad, we want to film you hitting on some girls." And I was like, "All right, I can hit on girls. Yeah. I can do that." So I went around a few tables, started hitting on girls. And in the back of my head, like I'm thinking, like, like the camera crew's right there. There's going to be some narrator just like, and now we observe the North American dwarf's mating habits. (laughs) Notice how he approaches the female and uses a cheesy pickup line. He learned from the VH1 series The Pickup Artist. (laughs) Mystery was his teacher, but now love is his master.
1: He offers her a thimble of beer.
0: (laughs) As is custom to his people. Look, he's now mocking his territory by humping the kneecap. (laughs) He appears to be enjoying it as she squeals in delight at his adorableness.
1: Her friends seem to like it.
0: (laughs) Notice the elder black man threatened by his existence. He tries to fend off the perpetrator by thrusting his large black cock in the
1: region of the dwarf's face. Blacks known to be fearful of both magic and midgets.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, we just got a new stereotype for midgets, everyone. Blacks don't like us. Hey, man, I don't like them little people, man. Cause, they, cause, like, there's pants, and then there's midget pants. You don't know, you don't know what a midget to pull out His midget pants, hell no. Yeah. That's like midget magic, man. Midget Two magic. things I don't like: oh, <laughs> magic midgets, magic? midgets. You put them together. No. That's some scary shit. <laughs> I could go to the Magic Castle in Hollywood and then if a midget came out and like okay, a magician pulls a rabbit out of his hat. Yeah, by the midget way, yeah. got a tiny ass head. What the fuck is he pulling out of that hat, motherfucker? Yo. yo what is he pulling out of that you hat? You got to figure out a way to come out of a, a magician's hat, by the way. At the Magic Castle, <laughs> that might be the greatest trick ever. I, I The I rabbit think it would be. The, I think has run its course. It's the dove. Done. Hey man. Unless you're pulling out Dove Davidoff at this point, I don't care what kind of a (laughs) nice comedic reference to a comic that I hope many people know. If a magician pulls out, hey, uh, (laughs) the only time I'm on a grande is if I'm asking if a Mexican pimp asks me what kind of titties I like. "Ah!" And if 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 that comes out of a magician's hat, if if you guys don't know Dove Davidoff, A, great comedian, B, that is a perfect impression. Thank you. So good job, sir. But, uh, yeah, so we have uh, more stereotypes than midgets. Wait, so where do they... So they followed you around at the comedy club, and they got a lot of mm-hmm. great footage, as we saw. Yeah. Although they were trying to set up some stuff that seemed a little uh, unorganic. Sure. Because they... it's so funny to see crews like that. They're like, now, Brad, we want to see you in your element before the show, so... And they were British, so that's why we're talking yeah, that way. Yeah, like, let's see let's see you leaning up on the ledge here, talking to your friends, and then right, right before you went on stage, like, right. can we get a quick uh, pre-show uh, interview? <laughs> like, as you're going on stage, it's like, nobody just is ever talking to a camera is like about to go do some stand up. Here we go and then turns and runs on right. stage. Yeah. I mean I guess it would look cool for the show. Yeah. yeah. I mean I, I mean you you would have the moments where like uh I believe in Chris Rock's special like it shows him from his dressing room walking all the way to to the stage and then walking yeah. directly on stage and that it's just awesome cuz it's you know cuz it's Chris Rock. But but that's actually more natural because we walk to the stage from the dressing room. We're not giving a little pre-interview before. Well, feeling kind of nervous, yeah. but I'm ready to go. Yeah. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be crazy. Sold-out audiences. What are we going to do? Yeah. So, so And then literally they also did this. Um, and this is just because they don't know. They're not familiar with our world. I'm not getting mad at them. It's just kind of funny uh, where right before I went on stage, they are like – all right, Brad, now our audiences really want to know like, what it's like to be a little person. So if you could talk about maybe how other dwarves hate you or your family. It's like, I'm recording a CD. How I your have... family hates you. Yeah, how your family hates how you. How they wishes you were bigger. It's like, what? Dude, no, this is not at all what I... What kind of an interview are you trying to pull out of me? Yeah, exactly. It's like, I have my material. This is for an yeah. album, so I can't really you know, go, out, go off the beaten path. Yeah. Uh, so, But I, I was, it was fun. They filmed you at the show. They filmed you at the gym. They filmed you with your family. Oh, my God. They filmed me at the gym. And, uh, okay, here here's the deal. I don't go to the gym. <laughs> I don't. I, I work out uh, with my shake weight, sure. uh, and that's about it. You really do use that shake weight, don't You're you? Damn right. I bought it as a gag gift, and then I started using the shake weight. I'm like, hey, my forearms are fucking huge yeah, now. Yeah, because you do got some nice little arms on you. You're darn oh. right. And you, you. Uh, here's the deal: jerk off, then use the shake weight for two weeks. <laughs> jerk off again. It's like a completely new hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's. That, I mean, it's a long way to go for. Now, a stranger. why is that the advertisement for the shake weight?
1: <laughs> When, when you do the shake weight, does it bounce off the ground?
0: It, it's close. Uh, <laughs> I put out a vine. Uh, I saw that. Yeah. It was incredible. Oh. And it was him walking in front of the camera with the shake weight. It's unbelievable.
1: <laughs> <I laughs> Can you, you see that.
0: Because you, you, you just see a midget and a shake weight. You assume I'm doing something other than working out. Yeah. You're like, oh, midget's doing the shake weight. Uh, that's probably how the factory is uh, right. making the new carburetors. Is the, you know, the, the midget's just grind them out in a little shake weight mixer or something. Uh, so, yeah, that's how I work out. I don't go to the gym. So but they wanted to get me getting ready for the show I guess or pumping up or something so I go to the gym. Let me tell you. There's a reason why I, I don't go to the gym. Cuz right when I go in there, if a midget walks into the gym, the whole gym stops. Yep. Do they really? Oh yeah. They're like even the juiced up guys yeah, are like cuz they want to see where you're going first. They're Absolutely. like, is he going straight to the juice bar? Is he going right. to try to get into the pickup game? Is he going to go <laughs> test his luck in the fucking pool right now and see if he can make it across? I don't know if they're expecting me to do, like, hit some sort of magical mirror button and then a new machine pops up that's, like, only for midgets. They're like, <laughs> there's a whole other section of the gym <laughs> design. What is this? Like, it, it's like the Alice in Wonderland door where it's just like a smaller portion opens up like, oh, hey, here's the midget gym. Follow me down. <laughs> you know you should do? You should walk into the daycare next time that the gym has <laughs> with your fucking dumbbells and start lifting in front of the kids and they're like now is he a dwarf trying to fucking intimidate the children or yeah. is he a kid who's just fucking like hey if i have to hang out i might as well get some fucking reps in <laughs> he's a jacked up kid yeah. that kid
1: did too much juice too early
0: <laughs> I'll, so then i like point to the biggest guy in the gym and go that's my dad and then just start keep pumping like mm, i'm gonna fuck up barney yeah. one of these days or Maybe I you're like, i used to be for... like that but i juiced too early <laughs> So <laughs> it stunted my growth. Now, now, now I'm four foot four. So, so what is the machine you hit first? Uh, I hit, I hit the bench press first. How much you bench? Uh, Two hundred and fifteen. That's my max. Uh, th- now, I put that up once. Don't think I'm repping 215. I'm not but doing still, that. So you drive all the way to the gym. You do fucking one rep at 215. Yeah. You fucking let everybody see you do it. Wait,
1: actually, that's kind of boring. <laughs> and that's how you do <laughs> you it. walk into the gym. Everybody stops.
0: They watch you walk across. You do wh- You put all the fucking plates on. Yeah. You do one rep, and you stand up, and you go, yeah, and just walk <laughs> the fuck out. That's my workout, people. Yo, dude, that's actually – that's a, I mean, that's a video that needs to fucking – Right. Can you imagine the reaction to people? Because they're gonna watch you the whole time. Yeah, and then and then you just drop the towel like a Chris Rock <laughs> mic drop, and be like, It's over, bitches.
1: <laughs> Boom. That's how you work out. Walk it, out of there.
0: I'm pumped now.
1: You gotta wear a singlet and also do the powdered hands too.
0: Oh oh of course. Oh,
1: dude, yeah. Dude, I maybe been there's yeah, the there's a whole singlet. lot
0: of prep you do. You fucking put on a headband, <laughs> a fucking a new tank top that you were wear a different color that you than you were wearing when you walked sure. in there. Maybe some uh, boxer shorts. Set up the boombox boom to, 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 to the perfect Rocky
1: IV montage song. Oh,
0: it's all As he's putting all the plates you. on. Dude, this is a great idea, man. I'm fucking dead serious. And then you take
1: a 10-pound weight and just hurl it across the gym.
0: <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> That's my warm-up. Like disc- <laughs> Somebody comes to spot you, and then you fucking you call it off. Oh. Like maybe you ask for a spot, and they come exactly. over, and you go, I don't need it. I, sh- I-, I I shake it off like that pitcher in the ninth inning when that when when that guy's like, hey, yeah. you can't throw a fastball anymore. We're throwing up the number three, so you can do a nice little change-up and get this guy out. You're like, fucking no, it's the ninth inning. I'm bringing the heat, I'm motherfucker. I'm bringing the heat, man. That's what yeah. I do.
1: Woo! This is also getting me pumped up to go to the gym. Yeah, dude.
0: <laughs> I think I just need to roll with Brad. Uh, and then you, but when you said you interviewed your parents, this is interesting to me because yeah. you had a lot of trepidations about leaving your pops alone with the camera crew. <laughs> Absolutely. Because your dad apparently... Uh, isn't well by he, on paper racist, but he enjoy. <laughs> but, I like that your preface yeah, like that. But he enjoys, uh, like all of us, by the standard definitions. Yeah, yeah. If you were to look at the members, back of his trading card, favorite pa- favorite hobby would include laughing at blacks. <laughs> it would be, but it would be collecting black baby name books. My, my dad collects black black names. Well, like okay. some uh, people do. No, some see, some put people the a word map. "book" in there because now you're making it sound like he no, collects no, black names. slave no, names, he, uh, which is kind of what he does. Uh, okay, here's the deal: some dads have stamp collections, some have coin collections. Let Co- me tell you, corn let, collections, coin, coin collections. Oh, coin! Not what do you think? Corn collections. Corn. Oh, someone's like, what? Walking dads through, are collecting. Someone's like walking them. through Nebraska. A lot like, of them. Here's a good ear. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> my dad collects. My dad collects none, none of these things. He collects uh, black names. Uh, how he does this is he, is he watches sports, and then he just writes down all the funny names that uh, black players are named. And this and is, that's not racist, by the way. That's an observation. Is it? Because, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not? Well, to say that there's funny na- Dude. Yo. It's in the town. <laughs> it, by, by, it's in racism town.
1: It's yeah. at the outskirts guess, of racist yeah. town. But, you oh. know,
0: by uh, – it's just how it is, like – well, funnier names, it's just they are uh African Americans are much more creative and risk-taking with names. Darn right. I think that's a way to put it. But like it, it, it is not like I've gotten phone calls from from my dad and he gets excited when he gets a new which one. names does he give you. He calls me up he's like Brad Oh my God! I'm wa- I'm watching football. They have a LeSean, they have a DaySean, they have a LeDaySean. That's just on the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> That's on one team. That's on Holy one team. Holy shit! Those he are starts, pretty extravagant names, though. He starts freaking out. Well, like and and uh, so then one year for Christmas, as a joke, I did this purely as a joke because sure. I thought it would just be hilarious to kind of call him out on his semi-racism. Is as a Christmas gift, I got him. The African-American baby name book, we, which is just a list. As you do as a son. As you do. So when a black couple has a, has a young lad and they want to look up what the African word is for a great warrior, then they go, all right, Shaquille. Okay, Shaquille's in the word. Is it really? I, I think. Shaquille, from what I That's got awesome. from Shack's What's bio, the white equivalent? Uh, great warrior. I don't know. <laughs> Thor? Yeah. Thor Brock? I don't know why. Brock. But Brock just sounds awesome. Yeah. Like, you can't be a pussy if you're named Brock. You can't. Anyway. Uh, so, I give him this book as just a joke. Like, ah, look, dad's a racist, African-American baby. He looks at this thing. So I'm like, crying. Like, I just... <laughs> Brought him his greatest t- gift ever. Like I brought him his teddy bear that he lost when he was in second grade, and I found it. He's like, "This is the greatest gift anyone has ever given me." How did you know this is what I wanted? It it, it, it it was like the perfect Hallmark father-son thing, where like I give him the African American baby that name book. That actually would be a great commercial for Hallmark <laughs> this holiday season. Give your dad the gift every father dreams of: the African American baby name book.
1: Lashawn, Tayshawn, <laughs> Fascistus, Oblivious. Jesus, to Lucius b- 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 That'd be great if you were casting the commercial too, and it's just like this midget dude giving his dad an African American baby. Because at the end, they're like, "We don't know what the hell is going on either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're not quite sure yeah. what's go- happening <laughs> here either." <laughs> Happy Father's Day from Hallmark.
0: I don't know why. Like, I think black people just name their kids after things that white people say when they get served bad food at a restaurant. You know what I mean? Because like, it, like white people get the wrong dish or it's not cooked correctly. They're like. This is atrocious, and some black like is in the corner. Oh, atrocious! That sounds good.
1: Troublesome,
0: troublesome. <laughs> <laughs> that, you, you are calling me a liar. That, that is facetious. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's yeah, good yeah. too. That is a great name. Ludicrous! Oh my God, he <laughs> just, he, he just named my family.
1: <laughs> this food was stupendous.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, that's, and you
0: call him Stew for short. <laughs> <laughs> you call him Stew or, or, uh, pen, or Pendy. <laughs> <laughs> So 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 that so that's my dad, and they sit down to interview him and my mom, and then the best part is, or the worst part, if you're me, is they look at me and they go, uh, hey, Brad, uh, we need you to leave the room. And I'm like, whoa, no, 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 I, I got I to be here to monitor to make sure Dad's okay and he doesn't say anything, like he doesn't lead off the interview with, hey, so enough about my son, let's talk about my black baby name book. Yeah, that might not be something you want to lead with. <laughs> right, uh, but they made me leave the room And then when I came back to ask my parents, like, hey, what did uh, they ask you? What kind of stuff did you talk about? My parents look at me
1: and go, we can't talk about it.
0: Ah! So you're going to have to wait to find out what happened. I also like the
1: parents are taking Nat Geo's side right away. Like, like you two (laughs) don't have a relationship, like, (laughs) we took their side, man. Yeah. They made a convincing argument. Yeah. (laughs) Actually...
0: We'll be introducing our new dwarf son next week. By the way, because <laughs> they've uh, convinced us that they've got a better the uh, the drug lord that they've also been following. That's true. Uh, I I told you about this. Uh, what they're doing is they're uh, the Nat Geo is following prominent dwarves all around the world, and in, in addition to me, uh, they interviewed uh, they interviewed Mini Me uh, Vern Troyer. Right. So he'll be on there. Who's who has a different form of dwarfism? Yes, he's got different... he's half the size of you. Yeah, he's he's a tiny guy, and uh, they. So how does he get punched? Oh, my God. There's no thrust. I mean, you got to No, you just... As you're walking, you give him a Muay Thai knee to the head, apparently. <laughs> like, that's that's the thing if you're fighting mini-me. Uh, if you have
1: a confrontation with him, you actually have to play him in one-on-one on Hungry Hippos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, oh, how great would that be if Minnie mes walking around you get, you get in an argument he says alright dude and he just slams the Hungry Hungry Hippos on the table <laughs> it's on <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he starts doing Popeye I can stands no much but I can't stands no more Hungry Hungry Hippos <laughs> I think that's that's another dwarf stereotype that we've just created we don't fight we challenge you to games of Hungry Hungry Hippos <laughs>
1: Oh my god. That's how you determine who's it. By that game. Do you remember how ferocious that game was? Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. I remember playing that in the super my mom and her looking back at me like just disappointed like, "Oh, there's why no is way."
0: Entertaining? You can't pl- <laughs> there's no way to play that game other than fucking crazy. Yeah. You're <laughs> hitting the fucking thing to make the hippos chomp as fast and as hard as you can. There's no strategy behind it. They can't keep it. up. It's yeah, just, there's no there's no timing. No. That thing that thing lasted two games and then one of the hippos always broke. Yep. Usually the pink one. Yeah J- just saying. <laughs> no, it's your truth, you're right. Uh, and that's no, and that's no way. Why are we breaking hippos? That that just means Milton Bradley doesn't support breast cancer. And fuck those guys. Whoa. Also, that game was like. Whoa! That game well, was we won't like be the, having Mil- the Milton Bradley brothers on the podcast anytime soon. Because we just said the, uh... fuck those guys. They don't support breast cancer.
1: Well, breast cancer <laughs> awareness, not breast cancer. Oh, gotcha. The actual cancer. Okay, that All would right. be bad.
0: Well, <laughs> we're talking about two different things.
1: Yeah, sure. I think hungry hippos was probably the precursor to the to the, uh, to, to the circle jerk. <laughs> <laughs> now they look back on it, like, what was the point of that game? It was just, like, four little dudes. Just, just like, hitting fucking
0: something <laughs> super hard so that it could grab and eat something. And it's like a little mm-hmm. tiny white they're ball. They're all trying to get one thing, yeah. Yeah, they're all, they're all trying to get the little tiny white balls. yo so they're following a drug lord and Vern Troyer and you. And where yes. is this Colombian drug lord? Yeah, he, he's a Colombian drug lord. When? He's the dwarf Scarface. <laughs> say hello to my really little friend <laughs> <laughs> then I come out oh, what's <laughs> it's like, it, they're, they're following the dwarf Scarface as soon as they told me there's a dwarf drug lord I'm like does he have bodyguards who realize that they've got M16s and their boss is the midget. Can't they just be like, "Hey, you know what? I'm not gonna take this anymore." Bang. Yeah. And just and you, and you don't even need an M16. No. A pellet gun would take Dude, the motherfucker. Just put him out. in the laundry hamper, or, <laughs> or just you know. I the Nerf know.
1: foam dart gun. The
0: Nerf right. foam <laughs> dart gun. Dude, a Nerf will take out a dwarf the, ASAP. The Nerf, <laughs> the Nerf bow and arrow? Yeah. Oh, my God. We're. Can, can that's another you? new uh, that's another new part for their commercial, by the way. Absolutely. The new Nerf bow and arrow. <laughs> it's a lot of fun in the summertime. Also, if you're being attacked by midgets.
1: You, you can also just say bedazzle three times and it already disappears. <laughs>
0: Bedazzle instead of instead of Beetlejuice. You say bedazzle three times, and whatever midget is in a ten yard radius of you just goes. Pow. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that about my people. Uh, now I'm, uh, wow, I'm not
1: going to anyone's house as a bedazzler. That's gonna be scary you don't know because if anyone does it, then you're just gone forever. Yeah, then I'm, they're, we they're, they're all gone. know it, but we just don't do it. Oh, uh, and I do. By the way, that, I, explos- I do,
0: you. that explosion sound you just made for when you disappear after being hit by a nerf gun is the yeah. same sound a 75 year old man makes when he comes. <laughs> if you want to do that one more time, <laughs> there it is. Oh, that, uh, oh, that's so it. great. I'm going. Oh. I'm going.
1: Oh, I'm hitting it. I'm hitting uh, it. Hethel. Hethel. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your
0: $80. <laughs> Do you mind if I drive myself home? <laughs> uh, wait, so, wait. Uh, my question, and this yeah. might be a little, um, I'm just going to ask it. Okay. Your father. Yes. When he Tall, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, po- bo- both parents are tall. There was no sign of you being a dwarf. Nope. No, nothing. That you can't tell them these sonogram pictures. Uh, not at that time. Now you can, but not. They couldn't because yeah, you're. Yeah, time. they couldn't see like a. Uh, yeah, they couldn't see yeah, like you, a sweet, y- juicy ass. Right. In that fucking in the you, womb. Yeah, you 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 don't see the little limbs that are flailing around like t like T Rex arms inside yeah. the womb trying to grab some shit. They couldn't no. see you making shoes inside the womb. <laughs> Uh, but my question is, was the is there something your dad did differently that maybe created dwarf sperm? And a follow up question: what? what does dwarf sperm look like? <laughs> like, did he maybe like during like let's say the week before he and your mom got down, <gasps> did he like drink a lot of you know banana smoothies or like <laughs> like that? You go back and you think, hey. Uh, <laughs> Did he try some new positions? Hey, uh, so like, a- so like he's reading through the Kama Sutra. He goes, "Ooh, the lucky charms." <laughs> the lucky charms, because <laughs> <laughs> people do say like, if a woman wants uh, a woman wants a boy to sit They're, on top, right? Or certain positions. I don't know why I know that, but yeah, yeah, you know. But some... like, in a, that's in the Kama Sutra. You want, <gasps> yeah? So the you lucky want, charm, the lucky charm, The lucky charm would be the you throw. Woman. You do a you start and throw marshmallows at her ass. <laughs> Here, here's what I think the dwarf sex position will be, the the position that makes a dwarf, is the woman has to suspend herself a good two feet above the guy's cock, and then he's just got to jump. And he's got to jump and make it in. So if he jumps, it's like, just a little bit on it, just a little bit on it, just a little bit on it. It's like every time. I think that sounds about right. So that that creates a dwarf. That, that's what happens, and that's called the lucky charm. Because if you actually manage to jump up high enough and fuck her well enough that you could actually shoot something up, up in that shit – that's a lucky charm right there, and uh, dwarf sperm. Uh, dwarf, what does that look like? Uh, it's probably just a head. <laughs> it's just a head, no tail. <laughs> Wait, little tiny tail, really little tiny tail, and just like little like fins, like flapping out of it, just trying to like,
1: oh, we go, we go, we go. Where's the egg? Where's the egg? Where's the egg?
0: Man, could you imagine the beginning of of the Look Who's Talking movie with dwarf sperm? Oh, dude, that'd be amazing. <laughs> who would be? Hey, hey, and here's the thing: if you, who would be the voice? of you, if you, if they, look who's talking, if it was a dwarf, if Kirstie Alley yeah. and John Travolta had given birth to a dwarf. Oh, my God. <laughs> who would, who is, that was supposed to be dropped. Would it be, drunk, Tony, Danza? They be Tony Danza? Maybe oh, Tony Danza. <laughs> Danza would be the voice. Tony Danza. Tony would be the voice of, I'd be walking I'd be like, hey, man, oh. hey, what, is a, what does a baby have to do to get some fucking pussy around here? <laughs> our, our first <laughs> podcast, <laughs> with, our first podcast with fake mustache, I, I thought we left Interrupting no, no, Tony no, 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 you I thought behind. you let me behind but I follow you from every network that's God. what I do damn it yeah i got a new show coming out called uh, what is it tony what what would it look like if i were a dwarf baby <laughs> yeah, it's going to be on a&e <laughs> it's a two part series it's actually uh well i got i got a bunch of shows in development this season cuz you know development season is on the horizon so sure I'm is, a handful tony. of shows you know there's a little Chocolatiers on tlc yeah, where dwarves make chocolate yeah we know that's, that's well, i've got that's, a show where uh, show. where uh, italians yep. make pizza uh-huh. It's called, well, basically, it's me. I'm going to intern at a Sabaro in an airport, <laughs> and I'm going to see, hey, just how, just how authentic a Tony. real Italian can make that cheese. Because here's the thing. Sabaro pizza slices are way too big. That, that goes without saying. Obviously. So what I'm going to do is make them proportionate and also uh, give a little advice to some of the fatties who are picking off all these uh, giant pizzas in the airport. Some of them get a piece of pizza and a calzone, and that's why I step in and go, hey, listen here, you fat fuck. Put that calzone back. <laughs> anyway, this Take Tuesday's care. this Tuesday's on A and E. Put, that, you. put down that calzone, Danza. you fat
1: fuck, with Tony Danza. <laughs> we just got a tweet from A and E, your show's already been cancelled. <laughs>
0: No, nah, no, nah, that's not that's not right. <laughs> that can't be it. <laughs> that's all. That's all he does to deflect that. No, nah, no, nah, that's not it. Nah, no, nah, I'm telling you. Yeah. Nah, nah, <laughs> yeah. you don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god. Oh, this is gonna be. Yo, Danza does have a movie, by the way, coming out with oh, Joseph. Does he? he plays jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt wrote and directed this movie that's getting a lot of heat. Get out. And Danza plays his dad. Awesome. Well, because they're and they look. They're both wearing. What? Joseph Gordon-Levitt is addicted. Is, Levitt is addicted to porn. It
1: in looks the like movie a or porn. Yeah, actual
0: in the. Po- <laughs> well, probably in the movie, but it's probably sure. based off of Dan's hey. life. You know. He was
1: just at our show the other night the Hollywood Prof. Was he? Yeah, he was in the audience. It was awesome. Oh, uh, Dude,
0: your, your your show being Comedy Juice. Yep. yep. Yo, uh, Mark runs a show here uh, and all All routes. over the country. It's all the most the popular route. show in the United States of America. Yep, so.
1: it's uh, ComedyJuice.com. or in six cities. There you go, buddy. And uh, great comics. But wait, so Tony
0: Danza and Joseph Gordon-Levitt are going to reunite from Angels in the Outfield? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That must be why. He, well, also, dude, Joseph Gordon-Levitt has a shaved head, as Dan yeah, does. He's right. wearing a wife beater. They're both kind of, and they're, like, kind of hard. Like, he's kind of an Italian. Like, oh, so he's, he's playing, like, a hard Italian yeah, dude. dude. And, uh, yeah. And so, Dan, it's perfect. Like, you see him at the dinner table, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt's, like, you know, like, yeah, Dad, I don't know, man. I mean, I just, you know, I got to get my shit together. Like, I just, you know, I, yeah, I can get a girlfriend, but I got all this shit on the uh, on the internet. And Dan's like, well, maybe you should get your shit together, because you can't keep jerking off. And if you keep jerking off, this is a real thing, something yeah. bad's going to happen. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. Right, just, this <laughs> is, not, okay, yeah, this is not the script or the dialogue wow, at all. Wow, this is like if Who's the Boss went dark. Wow, that episode where he goes, Jonathan, come here for a second. I know you're having a tough time figuring out your sexual orientation. I know you're five. But we figured it out for but you. But we figured it out for you. So my next question is, what do you think of this?
1: <laughs>
0: Zip. Wow! If that happened, that would totally replace the episode of Different Strokes where uh, they have the child molester who runs the bike shop. Dude, Why did you? Ch- what? A, that's not an easy. That seems like a pretty obvious cover up. Like, right? Yeah, I just want to run a bike shop. Yeah. yeah just. Uh... And by the way, the guy they cast in that in that particular episode uh, was fat. So, like, because I- if you're a fit guy running a bike shop, great, you love biking. You're a fit dude. That's what right. you do. But if you're a fat dude running a bike shop, yeah. You're, yeah. Not going to fly. Yeah. It, it, it'd be the same thing if you were the skinny guy who ran the ice cream parlor. <laughs> Come on, man. You're, tra- you're, tra- you're trying You're not to- fooling anybody. You're trying to touch some penises. <laughs> let's be honest with you. Now, speaking of touching penises, Brad and I went to Cabo. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Brad, Brad and I went to Cabo. We're getting, we are getting <laughs> into this. No, no, no. Brad and I went to Cabo for a little vacay. We did. And um, one of the things we did while we were there is we got couples massages. Well, well, let's let me say that. We weren't designed to get a couple's massage. We needed to get a massage at one yeah. certain time. We both travel a lot. We're like, hey, let's take a vacay for three days and go sure. to Mexico. So you rent a little villa in Cabo San Lucas. Yes. Uh, and we stayed at this resort the Cabo Azul, which was just one giant pool with booze in it. Yeah. It was basically, I think you, what did you say you go? It was basically a resort where you spend five to eight hours in a pool drinking and peeing. That's, that's pretty much all you do because yeah. they, they had a swim-up bar, and people would sit at the bar – drinking for four or five hours and never get up and you're like yeah huh. that's not humanly possible <laughs> also the booze after a while you peeing in water feels great it feels amazing it's one of uh, god half gave us our genitals so that we could pee underwater yeah,
1: yeah plus like you don't think people are looking at you brad and calculating you like two full-size beers <laughs> just sitting there still. You don't think you know? We don't think you don't think we know what you're up to, dude. Hey, man, I have a
0: move. I like to be. I like. Yeah, to what's respectful. your what's your secret of pee move? Because so, everyone's got a move. Some people float away. Some people fake the backstroke. Some people like laugh really hard because mm-hmm. then you're like, that guy's having a good time. There's no way he's peeing at the same time. Yeah. See, what I do is I made friends with multiple people who hung out on multiple different sides of the pool. Yeah. So then I so when whenever I was on one side of the pool and I said, Hey, I got my friends over there. Let's see I haven't talked to them in a oh, bit. Let's genius. see what they're doing. I start swimming over there. I'm trailing the entire time. I just got my little I just got my stuff wow. going behind me like a sky rider.
1: <laughs> the, the Haley's sky. comet.
0: The Haley's comet of <laughs> fucking pool pissers. And I'm just going through the pool. That that was my move. Well, you, by, you by the way, dwarf urine, um I don't know if you guys know this mm-hmm. is actually like it does positive has positive uh, ramifications in the it pool. Does. Yeah, you get in the pool with, like, a cut or a sore. Yeah. Guess who's coming out healed? <laughs> oh yeah, It's like the Lazarus Pit from you Batman. Didn't, you didn't see the hotel channel at the Cabo Azul. It was like, welcome to the Cabo Azul, home of Cabo's finest hotel and resort in the deeper south of Mexico, where we offer treats and drinks and pools with dwarves and piss. Come down and hang for a couple's massage or a beach volleyball game or a dance party. If you have a sword or a scab that's unwanted, maybe you have diabetes or leukemia. Get in the pool and the dwarf piss will make you better. <laughs> Probably not the leukemia, but hey, it's Cabo, so you forget about it for a couple hours. Cabo Azul. <laughs> I don't know if it wasn't that verbatim, but it was oh, It was late. And I, I'm going to get so many tweets from girls after this airs and just be like, what? Can you R. Kelly me? Yeah. Can- <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, it would be dwarf urine endorsed by Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers comes on. Joan Rivers is here. I no longer have to do facials. I don't have to do it. I don't have to get anything tucked anymore. I just have Brad Williams piss on my face, and all of this gets ni- n- nice and tight like I was 17 again. Thank you, Brad Williams. What are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> was that a good Joan Rivers? That was incredible, Joan I don't Rivers. know, because like, most of my impressions suck. So uh, that, was that was a good one. All right. We can add that to the ones I could actually so, do. So Joan Rivers, you called down to the, the massage desk, and you mm-hmm. said, hey, can we get some massages? Yeah. And they said, well, all we have is a couple of massages. Yeah. So, so by the way, that was a terrible <laughs> <fucking> Mexican <laughs> Mexican We have go I don't know what it's like. It was like if a Mexican fucked a Jamaican and then got brain <laughs> hey, damage on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was. You want to lay side by side and get your body rubbed. Uh, so we go down there, yeah. and so obviously I think they're assuming because couples is all they were offering right. that we were a couple. Yeah. So as we're walking up to these ladies, they for sure, by the way, looked at us like we were walking up together. Like one, and then Absolutely. I start thinking, all right, so are they? Like, are they thinking, all right, this Jew's got a dwarf fetish, or does this dwarf have a Jew fetish? <laughs> Well, it didn't. It didn't, you know, help our argument that we were holding hands skipping. It didn't. It didn't. <laughs> well, the skipping part, <laughs> you know, we kind of dead giveaway. Away. Dead giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> nice reference yeah. to uh, the guy from Cleveland, right? Yeah. Ramsey. Yeah, is that his name? Yeah, good job, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. So either way, we're walking up, and those, and those ladies are thinking. These guys are sexual freaks, man. Yeah. Yeah. So and that was also a terrible message. <laughs> <That was interesting. laughs> These guys are sexual freaks, man. That was what are like you, fucking your Peppy LePew's Mexican <laughs> best friend. I love you. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you sound like you sounded like one of the, the, the mice in Five Goes West who was looking for o' but didn't care too much about him. He was like, Yeah, I'd like to find Five but I'd also like to find a cheese bar. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Five Goes West, oh there God. was a moment on the trip. This yes. might be the highlight for me. When two beer Brad, yeah, is is eight beers deep, yeah. So you with can imagine with some shots, also uh, participated in some stuff out of an apple. Uh-oh. I ate an apple. What are you talking about, Adam? It was Fair just, enough. Just eating an apple yeah, that, there was... that that was organically grown and uh, medically enhanced and filled with organically grown condiments. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's just that's just what you do. So this guy's feeling as good as you could feel. Oh, yeah. on top of that, he's in a pool in Mexico. And just a, peeing, just peeing, <laughs> just swimming around, making friends, leaving them, and peeing, and going to more friends. Yeah. And at one point, he stands on the little fucking like uh, there's a uh, a, mi- a little island in the middle of the pool, which yeah. is basically almost like a mini stage. It, and this it, motherfucker, yeah, the performer in him, recognizes this, stands up, and at one point starts shaking that fucking ass of his, singing as he's shaking. Uh, there are no cats in America, and the streets <laughs> are filled with cheese. Why I went to Five O Goes West? I didn't you go. Had to. I didn't go. <laughs> you had to, he says I didn't go. The WB Frog on "Hello, My Baby," "Hello, My Honey." I didn't do that one, which would have been an encore. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't bust out into any "Hello, Dolly." Like, well, "Hello, Dolly." No, no, by the way, I'm sounding really gay right now. Were people applauding. Uh, oh God! Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a fucking. It was like it was the second show. It was like basically if people didn't know there was a show happening, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's right. We're at a resort. There's always entertainment going on. Yeah. Now, in part of, I didn't see it on the brochure. uh, Midget dances to the soundtrack to the to an American tale but uh why not it looks awesome and I was doing a nice little shimmy and uh it, it was a good time but but yo we stayed at the resort because we didn't want to leave because obviously like there's that woman who just got almost uh locked up for right. possibly drug trafficking but everyone each day was like we're going into town tonight you guys want to come I was like no because I want to go back to the states with my spleen sure and my ID Absolutely. Uh, and my, my and my My best friend, Brad, who, by the way, a dwarf in downtown Mexico, high commodity. You don't think that motherfucker's getting kidnapped? You don't think (laughs) I'm already in my head preparing myself mentally for the sexual uh, fucking positions I'm going to have to participate in to get my buddy back?
1: The second he steps in public, it's a countdown to when he gets (laughs)
0: kidnapped. Yeah, It's (laughs) They start the clock. It's like double there. Put 60 seconds on the clock. You're going to have to go up the slide, get the red flag, grab the cool whip out of the fucking giant nose, get your dwarf buddy out of this guy's fucking cage.
1: And as funny as it would be to see Brad, if you can do that,
0: you win a Casio keyboard. I don't win my friend. No, no, no. no, no. We're gonna keep him. <laughs> <laughs> you get <hit> the keyboard. <laughs> Fucking Early. Mexican double there. Mexi- that's what happens. Mexican they, double they dare, give you They they steal your shit, and then you try to win it back. Oh, uh, yeah, and uh, so we didn't go out anywhere because yeah, yeah. Like you say, we go out. People look at me. Uh, the, dude, they the, think because, uh, mo- dude. They, I mean, not all of them are trying to get your money. Sure, but you keep hearing about these instances where people are getting pulled over, and then they go, "Hey, you give me all you got, I'll let you out." You know, it happened sure. to me in in college when I went to Rosarito. I mean, say You know, we got, you know, uh, pulled off the street, and they put us in a car, and ten minutes later, he goes, "You know, give us what you got, and we'll let you out here. Otherwise, they said they were going to take us to jail overnight." Literally, really? I was drinking beer in a cup amongst everybody else on the street. Guy just comes over. The cops did this. Yeah, and comes over to me, my buddy, and goes, "Get in the car." And we're like, "What?" It's beer in a cup. He goes, "I know, but you can't do that here." We go, "What?" He goes, "Get in the car. You're you're arrested." I go, "What?" They grab my buddy, shove him in the car. I go, "No, man." I go, "This is bullshit. It's in a cup. Look at everyone's got cups." He goes, "Yeah, but you." I go, "Why me, man?" And then he fucking does like a Vulcan nerve pinch and (laughs) press down in that little section in between your shoulder blade and your neck. Which, by the way, you do it hard enough. I don't watch a lot of Star Trek, but I saw that episode. You fucking put two fingers on that little fucking. Spot right there, dude, I just crippled and fell into the car. He takes off like seventy-five miles an hour down the street. We're like, we're definitely gonna die. Yeah. He pulls over to a house party to pick up two more kids, put them in between us. We're sitting there like, He's "What's just up, guys?" Taking people, just taking yeah. people. Then he pulls over and goes, "You guys don't want to go to jail? How much money you got?" We had like, wow. hundred and eighty. some of those guys aren't
1: even cops. That's the scary part. When we were in Cancun, that similar thing happened. It was just guys on a truck with guns, and we we're like, "What's those cops or what yeah. was that?" And they what
0: just... are you gonna do? Not give them your money? No, I mean, it, 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 unless your dad is Liam Neeson.
1: <laughs> that's, but this is also like how you could have. This is how countries lose money because these stories—they they're not smart enough to know. I know. This is, these stories get told, and mm. then people are like, "Don't ever go there." I know, and right. it's stupid. It's, I know. Well, I'm never going to back to Rosarito. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. small-minded.
0: So we we just stay at the resort because we know that we go out there. The cops are definitely picking me up or there will be some local vendor who picks me up and tries to sell me as a new-age Mexican pinata because I'm about about the same damn size as those things. And uh, who wants to do that? You know, they throw a little blanket on me, paint me black and white, say, ah, it's a mutant zebra. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I couldn't afford to let you get kidnapped because – You know, every podcast, we come up with business ideas, we come up with with movie scripts, we come up with dwarf stereotypes, which, again, I say every episode, but you need to write a fucking coffee book with dwarf stereotypes.
1: Absolutely. And actually, a special announcement right now is that uh, Brad tied to the back of a donkey strapped up to it is how the next Star Wars begins. (laughs) Didn't mean to spoil it, George Lucas, but uh, it's out now.
0: J.J. Abrams, thank you for the job, buddy. Oh my I God. do appreciate it. I think, I think it sets Yo, the tone for Brad, a great movie. It's Brad and Brian Callen riding in on a donkey. <laughs> just fucking. Dude, I'm just strapped on a donkey with a fucking headband. Slapping my own ass because I slap my own ass because I don't believe in animal cruelty. And I'm fucking high-fiving in. And you fucking see my traps just fucking glistening in the sun. <laughs> Brian Callan from the uh, 10 Second Podcast, and also he has his own podcast, right? I think yeah, so. It's like, yeah, it's called like The Man Show. Yeah, or Man Up, or Man... Or something. I'm a fucking man. Man, man rules for are... sure in the title. Is yeah. there a more manly <laughs> man than Brian Cowan? Absolutely not, sir. I I, I say no. I, I say nay. There. And if you don't know who Brian Callan is, please look him up. And uh, I, I heard him. Uh, he was referenced on Jay Moore's podcast, our boss Jay Moore, because Jay Moore was interviewing Will Sasso, who right. does the 10-minute who, who podcast with right. him. And they said that in order to do a good Brian Cowell impression, you need two people. <laughs> two people have to be doing the impression at the same time, and that's an accurate Brian Cowell impression. So here, uh, do, here, do your impression. So when I take a lady, I take her down And then the also to get these traps I show her I'm everything juicing. that I'm working on What you gotta do is juice You my put some vegetables into place. a blender Coo-coo. And then Coo-coo. some good Coo-coo. juice comes out of that She sees all the veins popping out. out of my forearms I And I, I take a bite that of that gym. melon that's Juice right. just do dripping curls. down my chest I do Nipples, I do nipples. I do hard Cause chicks like that I take care of my nipples Cause I'm a fucking man
1: Brian Callen is like the alpha male. The other alpha males look at it and go, "Leader."
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. He's also <laughs> show us. He's also one of the sweetest men on the planet. Yeah. And, which is like, yeah. I think what makes him so likable for being such a manly dude. But Brad, why I say the the biggest reason I couldn't let you get kidnapped is we came up with a restaurant idea oh, about yeah. four podcasts ago. Yeah. And um, Mark, we're gonna use you as our uh, as our first pitch here to see if you'd get, get on board get as, big let's, let's say you're an investor. All right investor. So you know Hooters, right? Right. Brad set it up. Exactly. Hooters, obviously. Crappy food, but people come in there because you got chicks in nice, hot, Where chicken wings and shirts. tits
1: collide, Hooters. You're yeah. darn
0: right. Hooters And, and, and a positive uh, ambiance. There's televisions with sports. Beer. You're around other dudes who share the same disgusting fucking thoughts that you do. Absolutely. So that's why that works. How about this, Mark Saratella? Let's what say... are you missing in Hooters, Brad? What's that? What are you missing at Hooters that you would... Here's what I'm missing at Hooters, the fact that there's no good midget tail. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I, I like you guys saw you guys saw that one midget girl that came out to my shows this weekend yeah. at the passing ice house with the nice big fucking cans fucking you saw that <laughs> the of. fucking big fucking with the fucking big titties you saw that shit right yes yeah. and all the guys were looking at her like hey I'm with my girl and she's hot but holy shit look at them hooters on that little midget but you can't call them hooters because no. hooters is like for the tall girls so what we do is we have a restaurant with all Busty midget girls. Oh yeah, and what do we call it? And we call it shrimps. You are sure, serving shrimp, you're serving tits, you're serving fun. This is a great time. So a, a, as an investor, you would go you would go in on that, right?
1: Yeah, put in three grand right
0: now. There you, <laughs> there you you're go. You're all at the shrimps,
1: you're getting some shrimp cocktail, you're getting
0: uh, you're a side sh- of tater tots, which is what well, they're called midget tits. <laughs> Yeah, are yeah You dip them in mayo. You dip them in ketchup. You do whatever you want with those midget tits. <laughs> oh my god! Three grand. You know we'll take that. Oh my god! I gotta to be honest. To... We don't have much more than that to start this business. <laughs> this it's...
1: restaurant for sure has to be founded in Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that does sound like. a Do the athletes of the thing. in Tampa yeah. Bay go to it? Yeah, because you right. Yeah, their sports are so you awful.
0: Kn- you know, you know, Evan Longoria is gonna be stopping by Shrimps. <laughs>
1: You have you know to be. Dr- you have to be drunk to get in.
0: <laughs> David Price is definitely coming to Shrimps. The entire the entire Tampa Bay Lightning will be there.
1: Warren Sapp is in there, just causing chaos, <laughs> just throwing people, drinking beers, and breaking doors and windows. I think we listed the
0: three most famous people in Tampa Bay. I think we did. Hey, uh, until Shrimps opens, yeah, and then once Shrimps opens, there, there's gonna be a waitress there named Erin who's got big fucking titties, and she's gonna be the most popular celebrity. Did, did I just out a possible midget girl that I know with big fucking titties <laughs> named Aaron? Possibly. You know, know who did. you are Aaron. <laughs> she listens. She'll she'll enjoy that. How do businesses out. like that get started though? Well, obviously, I they, mean, it seems like a no brainer, but like, yeah. ob- but I, I'm wondering if you're like if the guy. Hold if on, the, back if up,
1: rewind. How do businesses like that get started? <laughs> is there something in the realm of like that that you want to refer to? Here? Well,
0: basically, we just have to be drinking. What, what people do, they sit around, they drink a lot of Fireball whiskey, and yeah, but uh, but I mean, like when you come up with like, we're gonna get a lot of young girls mm-hmm. straight out of high school, not going to college, mm-hmm. right? That are gonna need like, money, need money. Desperate. Yeah, I mean, like, right? Is that how you pitch it? I mean, you're like these girls that like want to
1: make. I mean, you want to take this idea to the next level. What you do is you strap a bucket of. Like a like a beer bucket to these girls' heads with ice in it, and they walk around. And you get to just grab beer as as they go around. Ooh. you just take it off the top. Jesus. Ooh. So on their head, yeah. Like so, like kind of like Carmen
0: Miranda had the fruit hat. Yes. But only we but only we make a beer hat, <laughs> a bucket of beers. I like that. It's a great idea. That and if you do that at shrimps with, with with the height, it's it's your arm just goes straight out. You don't have to reach up to grab them. Oh, Mark Saratella,
1: we appreciate the idea. Coming and, up big. Don't well, I was right. an investor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just a silent partner. Yeah. Now I'm in. <laughs> I just booked my flight to Tampa on Expedia. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Shit, we got to get working.
1: Oh, we we got we got to
0: make some more money so we could actually start this damn business. Uh, hey, you you, you want to help us make money? Head over to bradwilliamscomedy.com, click the Amazon banner. Oh, on bradwilliamscomedy.com, you're going to Amazon anyway. Yeah. They, they they've got lots of stuff there for you to buy. So head over to bradwilliamscomedy.com, you click the Amazon banner. That takes you right to Amazon. You shop normally. You, p- you pay for your stuff at normal cost, and then we get a little bit of that money here at the About Last Night show. So we can open up shrimps, and you can get yourself some midget tits. How about that? Midget tits, which, by the way, could be the name of our studio because we're going to have to come up with a name. because uh, Obviously, we we, we've left the GoCast network. We're in my new apartment. We are. Which is not only an upgrade for the podcast, an upgrade for my life. Yes. Um, and uh, thanks for lighting the vanilla candle that somehow smells like maple syrup. Hey, man, you can blame Rite Aid for that <laughs> shit, all right? They sell. It's false advertising. <laughs> you buy a uh, you buy the um, pumpkin pie candle it smells like used tampons it, it it does it absolutely does uh but here but here's the thing is we're at we're we're here and you listen to successful podcasts. I know uh, the uh, Eddie F. Talk Shit podcast. His, it's done at his house, which he calls the Rape Cottage. Uh, we will not be following that. <laughs> uh, we will not. formula. But I mean, uh, Mark Barron uh, calls his apartment the Cat Ranch. The cat Ranch, sure. Right. So you got things like so you got things like that going on. Yeah, so we need to come up with some sort of nickname. Uh, I sure. got one. Yeah. What's that? The Dog Ranch. The Dog Ranch. Do we have dogs here? Can can I say maybe? <laughs> <laughs> can I can I sleep on it? You always shoot down my ideas. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so we call it the Dog Ranch, and then we get rid of our current uh, song that opens up our show, and we open it up with the Baja Man going, Who let the dogs out from ooh, the Dog Ranch? Ooh, ooh. It's Adam Ray, Brad Williams. Wow. I mean, first of all, I'm not opposed to having our show open <laughs> with the Baja Man. <laughs> if that's what you're fucking getting at. <laughs> Uh, you know, that might work. How uh, <laughs> <one day, yippee-io. laughs> are you not no in a one, good mood? No one knows what they are saying, but it ends with Yippee yo. <laughs> <laughs> who let Perfect. the dogs out? Perfect. Uh, Can so, you imagine, Cat? That's the fucking power of catchy tunes, man. Who let the dogs out? You put a nice conga drum in there. Yeah. Start dancing to it. You know, they played in the outfield during a Mariner's game four years ago when they were Jet out. well, it must have been longer than that when they were super popular. They play they were like the house band and they would play during fucking <laughs> inning breaks. And they would play like two wow. two minute songs during inning breaks. You had Baham Men as your house band? But guess what? You're there all game. You've got one hit. You gotta play that every fucking inning. Because oh they would God. switch it up, they'd play Who are the Dogs out, people would go nuts. Then they'd play a different song, people were like, yeah. Like it was like, you know, who let the dog everyone's like, Yeah, the next inning. Hey, man, play the other one. Yeah. <laughs> go back. It's like my first concert was in Seattle at Bumbershoot, a big music festival, and I saw Sugar Ray, right, when they were at the peak. There They're, you Sh- go. Fly had just come out, right? Mark McGrath. Yeah, Mark, huge. They didn't have any other hits. No. Right? But people loved them because they were so popular, so they went sure. to see them. Place is packed. They start playing, like, two or three new songs. Mm. People start fucking get antsy, start booing on the fourth song. Wow. And start chanting, for like, we want Fly! Play Fly! Wow. So he stops mid-song and just goes... All right, I see, I see what's happening here. He goes, and I get it. He goes, we got a few other new songs. No, fuck, no. He goes, all right, fuck it. A man of the people. Dude, Plays fly. Place, it was like the fucking Beatles showed up with Bieber, with Santa Claus, who revealed he was fucking Anne Frank. So everyone's place. going nuts. Everyone's going nuts because they're seeing a lot of people they haven't seen for a while. And, oh my uh, God. and he plays fly. Place goes nuts, jump, tries to jump into a new song, half the place leaves. Go back to fly, yeah. But I mean, you know, he won that round because sure. obviously he comes out with a few other hits and absolutely. Then uh, now is he's hosting extra. But uh, what we need you guys to do is we need uh, our listeners they need to, studio uh, suggestions. Yeah, we need names because so, so far we've got the awesome. dog ranch, which is dog shit of a suggestion. <laughs> Thanks, Marcus Artella. Uh, so tweet us at Adam Ray Comedy. <laughs> tweet us at Funny Brad. Uh, that's my Twitter. And then tweet at Mark Saratella to tell him that the dog ranch was a shitty fucking suggestion. and then uh, or, tweet him that, hey, say, or tweet him, hey, man, um,
1: I sure hope you get some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving me some hope. <laughs> Callback. Uh, MarksComedy.com also is where you can get all those links.
0: Yeah, cool. and, and, and how do they find the Comedy Juice shows?
1: ComedyJuice.com has uh, the shows in the six cities. Uh, Pasadena, Hollywood, Irvine, San Diego, two in New York City. Holy crap! Have, have have we been going for a while? How, how yeah,
0: we're, we're about, yeah, we're about we're uh, about this is this is it. We're at wow. the time. Yeah. Wow! Well, this has been a fun first show. Great first show. Yeah, uh, Mark, you, this is only your third time on the show. You're yeah. a friend of the show now. Absolutely. Come back whenever you want. Friend of the Thank show, Mark Saratella.
1: Every, yeah. every, everyone, I'll uh, be here. Uh, to you. Do you guys need me to go to Jay Moore's later with you? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you I'll I just say, be there. I'll just be there. Can I say maybe? Yes. Assuming <laughs> yes. Can I say maybe?
0: I'm assuming that's. I'm assuming that's a yes. You show up. Hey, man. They never give me a hard no. Brad's got a mini Cooper. I can fit. Perfect. So that'll work out. Uh, Watch the dwarf Dwight drive to J. Moore's house. Does he know his way there? and and mu- and much like pears are covered with barnacles the dwarf is covered with a, with the local Mark serratella who's looking to latch on for some nourishment watch the dwarf draw- the dwarf travel into mexican territory <laughs> peeing in pools without any fucking consideration for the children who may be drinking it <laughs> hey that that shit's going to heal them as we as what if we, they did do about. some sort what there's going to be narration over this special right there is or oh, the or uh, na- over the nat geo special there Boy. will be. They, they, should let, oh my God. they should let you do it, and you should do it in that voice. Oh, oh the, uh, Australian. the... Serengeti, yeah. Australian, yeah. Oh, land man, down I watched the, No, you know what? I want Morgan Freeman to narrate my Nat Geo special. <laughs> Adam Ray, how would that sound? I wish I could tell you this dwarf was not funny, but he's hilarious. Every time I see him, he gets a standing O. <laughs> He shakes his ass. He dances. He does the worm. He tells jokes about candy. I love candy. That was, a, that was my granddaughter's favorite treat before I fingered her. And that's true, actually. Watch Brad Williams as he dances. He drives. He eats food. Just like a normal person, you ignorant fuck. So stop making a giant deal about it. Catch me and Bruce Almighty on Blu-ray at your local Target. <laughs> oh, Morgan Freeman everyone. Yeah. Uh Adam where where can our listeners find more You can find you? uh find me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Um I will be on Craig Ferguson uh June 12th. You hey can now. Watch that night I'll be on Chelsea Lately June go. 24th. All right. Uh and The Heat comes out June 28th, so go see that so that uh um so yeah. we can so you get more popular. so I can get more movies yeah. <laughs> and uh and that we uh we can get more listeners and and um and sure. then i got a bunch of headlining dates on AdamRayTV.com starting, uh, starting uh, in, in July. I'll be in D.C. and Seattle and San Diego and Chicago and San Fran and Mark will be accompanying me. That, you this will conclude, by the way, the Adam opening for Brad it does. chapter of life. And i got to be honest, man, it's fucking sad. It is kind of sad because you gave me a lot of opportunities. It, it, it gave us the opportunity to, be, to grow as friends, yep. as comedians.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, what I like about opening for Brad too Is that you never hold me back on anything Because sometimes you get held back People don't want you to do certain things This is do very true jokes. Yeah. When you go to Brad he, he just says just do really well And some headliners do not want you to do well oh, Even
0: headliners who crush Because Brad
1: you always crush yep. you, That must be part of the reason
0: why you know But also it helps you ra- like Subconsciously it helps you raise your game dude You must Absolutely. be knowing when you're watching uh, Me
1: fucking murder
0: <laughs> Before you That you're like awesome The crowd's ready Right. Also you're like I got to bring it. Yes, man, because like anytime somebody before you does well, you go, I got to bring it. And you it, it not that it makes you nervous, it just makes you go a little bit more aware of like I I don't want to ever walk on stage and I'm doing a headliner show and have the crowd be bored or me think, you know what, I could just do autopilot right now. I right. just go on, say my jokes, whatever, get done with this. No, I want to be always up in my game. And I know the only way to do that is to have really funny people go on before me. And uh, so to have Adam, you as my opener, has been great. I will remember Now you're going to make me you, cry, man. You uh, will remember me. Now you're showing videos me. of limp midgets with Don't one eye saying goodbye to dwarf Jews. Dwarf. Uh, not tweet you back <laughs> when you tweet he's in. A city near you. <sighs> it's been fun, Adam Ray. Yeah, but uh, thankfully, I'll we'll still get to hang out on the podcast. Oh, yeah. And we'll still do this. And uh, both our careers uh, will just go through the roof. And uh, Mark will be open for both of us. So you'll be able to see Mark for what they like, go. Come see us on the road. And then you'll be able to see Mark, too. So it's going to be a good time. Uh, follow me on Twitter at FunnyBrad. Uh, go to my website, bradwilliamscomedy.com. All my tour dates are there. Uh, I'm booked pretty solid until the end of the year. So see God. when. Are we going to be able to do another podcast? You fucking darn <laughs> right greedy bastard. We're doing a man. Trying to, trying to make a living. Hey, we, 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 just, we, we just came to fake mustache. We got to come strong to the hoop, my yeah. friend. Yeah, we're going like, to try to pump out two a week. Like fucking deathless shrimp. In the, in the tradition hey, we of, can't let death lift shrimp down no in the tradition of death lift shrimp we're going strong to the hoop for Adam Ray Mark Saratella. I'm Brad Williams this has been the about last night show please try to remember our names in the morning if you like listening to comedy try watching it on the internet There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s.